You're not going to cry during this review, are you? Oh, my God. I promise. I got all the tears out during the movie and the book. Jeez, Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Kaylee. She's Tuesday. Grab your tissues if you're a softie and your cocktail. This is Whiskey and Popcorn. Why are you giving me that look? I'm a sensitive soul. Dogs are my Achilles heel. Even my mom won't go to dog movies with me anymore. (laughs) I know. I know. You did warn me. Gosh, I cannot believe this movie. I cannot believe you. (laughs) You're adorable. Today, we get all the warm fuzzies with the art of racing in the rain. Take a listen. No one knows what curves life will throw at you. But if a driver has the courage to create his own conditions, then the rain is simply rain. But for now, all I want is one more lap. Faster, Denny. Faster. This is the tale told through the eyes of a dog. Enzo, specifically. It really gives a new perspective on the story of a family. As you heard, Denny, played by the incredibly sexy Milo Ventimiglia, picks Enzo out of a litter as a little puppy, and the rest is history. (laughs) Denny is an aspiring Formula One race car driver, and Enzo's life changes one day when Denny leaves the TV on for him while he's out. Enzo proceeds to watch the Nature Channel, I Love Lucy, and above all, the Racing Channel, and learns more about being human and how to navigate through life. But this bachelor paradise does not last. Like many good-looking young men, Denny falls in love with his future wife, Eve, played by Amanda Seyfried. Even though they're deeply in love, Eve's rich and very traditional parents take issue with Denny's work. But ultimately, the young couple does get married. They have a beautiful daughter together, struggle through careers, cancer, and those terrible prying in-laws. So, we went into the movie with two different perspectives. Yeah, uh, you actually read the book, right, Tuesday, and I did not. I did, in my book club. (laughs) So, Tuesday, I know you're going to take us through the book here in a little bit and give us a good, solid comparison. Of course. But before that, I want to know what you thought. Okay, okay. What can I say? (laughs) It's cute. It's warm and fuzzy. Enzo's a golden retriever, so he's like the Bradley Pitt of dog actors. <laughs> I mean, this is a dog movie. Right. I, You know what you're getting into when you come to this. And I know these movies can actually be a big turnoff for people because you're going to go in and you're going to cry like you did to say, ball your eyes out. Or at least you're going to be tearing up and sniffling and trying not to cry like I did. <laughs> but... You know, what I did actually like about this movie is that it offered a fresh take on this dog-owner relationship, all because of the race car driving aspect. And it gave this story some sort of, like, gravity, some meat beyond the, they had a relationship and, you know, the family life and all that stuff. I liked all the the metaphors of racing and how the, the dog Enzo really got into it. I just thought that was really 
fresh for a dog movie. I agree. It was very grounding. And the race car driving as uh, as a metaphor for life. And it just it played really well. And it made it feel much more realistic as a concept. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say it isn't full of cliches and super sappy, maybe a bit corny, and kind of plays on all those typical chords. A human-like dog, cancer, sultry Kevin Costner's voice. <laughs> but gosh darn it, I loved it. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I think, again, this film has more substance than many. Like, I'm still scarred as a child from Homeward Bound Aww. and Milo and Otis and all these films. Like, this, watching this movie, I'm not going to be scarred. Like, if I was a little girl watching this now, I'd like, it probably just want me to get my own doggy. That's probably about it. Unlike the, in Homeward Bound, where I was like, no, Shadow, don't die. <laughs> and, like, be, and the cat Sassy in Homeward Bound, where she gets washed down the waterfall. So tragic. Animal pet movies these days are not as traumatic, but that also means that they are almost too light and fuzzy in some regards. So this one felt like it was geared towards adults. There was enough there to really sink your teeth into and whip around like a ragdoll toy, like a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. it It's better than Marley and Me. It's leaps and bounds better than the two failures, A Dog's Purpose and A Dog's Journey. And really, the race car driving aspect gives it that little something else, more more depth, more actuality. And, you know, it's a film for dog lovers. I wanted it to be a Hallmark-like movie because, really, it is, and that's okay. Overall, it truly gives immense respect to the book, and it follows it really closely. The book, named similarly by Garth Stein, was beautifully written, and... It really does give that adult and child perspective. It is PG, so bring the family. <laughs> like 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 Kaylee said, it's not scarring. Yeah. You know, and another thing that I was able to kind of get behind in this movie is that the narrator is Enzo. The story is told from his perspective. So while we, the audience, might recognize that oh, Eve is sick, she's going to the hospital, Eve has cancer. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. Like, he can smell that her smell has changed, uh, see her collapsing. But there's so many times in the story where he goes, like, I wish I wasn't a dog. I wish somebody could hear me, could understand me, because something's wrong. Um, and then there's these whole instances where, like, he has, uh, he kind of, flips out because he gets left alone for several days without food or water and you know he has the indignity he says of having to do his business on the mat he ends up destroying the daughter's stuffed animal toys that freaking zebra man <laughs> there's this whole gag with a zebra toy that he brings up so it was interesting in that way and there is this reincarnation element that runs through the movie which a dog's purpose also has. But in that movie, the dog is reincarnated as another dog. In this movie, you have more of the, and I'm not a religious studies expert, but more of like the traditional Hindu aspect where if you do good in your life, you can level up to the next level of being. And so for him, that would be becoming a human. And I thought that was also original for an animal film. 
And the way they kind of tie that up at the end, which we won't spoil, that's what got me. Yeah. Oh, that's why I was bawling in a parking garage finishing this book on Audible. I was bawling my eyes out. I was so happy I was on like the top floor of this parking garage because I was a wreck and I was just as bad at the end of this movie. But it, oh, it's just so beautiful. Like putting religion aside, just the concept is really beautiful that. You know, I, I feel like I've leveled I've leveled up. I watch TV. I understand what humans are like. I I deserve to go to the next level. It's right. just it's super interesting. It was really cute. And although you said something really funny <laughs> as we walked out, it's like, well, for me, I feel like that's a downgrade leveling up as a human. I'd rather be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to come back as my dog because she is so spoiled. Or come back as one of my mom's cats. Like, they live the best life. <laughs> right? Well, and don't get me wrong. I think there's a place for dogs like Doug in Up. And I think there's a place for dogs like Enzo in the world, too. And if you end up with a dog that's somewhere in the mix between those two, you've got a pretty awesome pet. Well, that being said, I think we could both heartily support this movie. Just bring those tissues. Oh, yeah. Be prepared. Um, well, while we sop up your mess over here Tuesday, why don't we pour you a drink? Please. <laughs> what are you having? Well, in honor of all of the little dogs out there, I'm going to have a salty chihuahua. Oh. Yeah. It's tequila. Grapefruit juice, a dash of salt, and then salt on the rim. I think my drink is pretty much almost identical. Yes. <laughs> it's just called a salty dog because I'm thinking, you know, all these tears you've cried out, you probably need to rehydrate and add oh, the salt back in. Good call. So yeah. salty dog, same, same diff. This one is vodka or gin and grapefruit juice with some salt. But, I mean, pick your poison. Grapefruit juice, salt. You have a great summer drink right there. Right there. Just like this movie. Well, you could keep our hearts warm and fuzzy by subscribing to us. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Keep your movie cravings in check by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you at the movies.